JM in the AM. Wednesday morning, we're live in Jerusalem. Very special guest with us live via telephone. Uh, Michael Oren is uh, an American-born Israeli historian, author, politician, former ambassador to the United States from 2009 to 2013, current member of the Knesset for the Kulanu Party, deputy minister in the prime minister's office. Many, many books, of course. Uh, Six Days of War, June 1967, The Making of the Modern Middle East, um, Power, Faith, and Fantasy, all all of these uh, amazing publications, uh, just part of the Michael Oren resume. Uh, Ambassador Oren, shalom, shalom. Thanks for joining us today, and welcome to JM in the AM. Uh, Shalom, it's great to be with you. Greatly appreciate that. Uh, You're one of the great experts on war, and not that I mean to start with a uh, a negative topic, uh, but but why was it, thank God, that this summer there was no full-scale war like we saw in 2014 in the Gaza area? What was it about the last few months that prevented there from being a a full-scale battle on that uh, border? Well, one reason is that uh, the people of Gaza, the leadership of Gaza, still haven't recovered from their defeat in 2014. And they know the price of war. Israel, meanwhile, has not remained passive. We have developed uh, technologies. Uh, we have developed tactics that have better enabled us to, enabled us to, to counter uh, the threats that Hamas could mount against us. For example, we have developed uh, totally revolutionary technology for uncovering uh, terror tunnels. Uh, which was a great scourge back in 2014. So uh, there's a greater sense of what the co- what the war would cost uh, to our enemies, and Israel, frankly, has also exercised a tremendous amount of restraint, um, and we deserve credit for that as well. Oh, no question about that. Um, what's the future on that border as the PA and Hamas debate whether they're going to get along, and as the and as Hamas. Consider, continues to consider whether they should demand a quote-unquote ceasefire from Israel. What do you see over the next few months? Well, I, I can't, I'm not a prophet, uh, though I live, you know, if I'm, I'm talking to you from Jerusalem, I'm not a prophet. <laughs> right. um, and we don't know. I mean, war could actually literally break out in the next few hours, uh, or not at all. One of the great factors contributing to the, to the possibility of, a, of an outbreak of war is Abu Mazen, the president of the Palestinian Authority, our, our putative uh, peace process Prague partner has cut off uh, the salaries of some 50,000 Gazan workers. He's cut up support uh, for pensions for sick people in Gaza. And he is pushing Hamas into war with us. Uh, Abu Mazen wants to fight Hamas into the last Israeli soldier. And then uh, when thousands of Palestinians are killed, um, however inadvertently in that battle, then Abu Mazen will sue us for war crimes. Uh, this is precisely what he does every Friday. He pushes those Gazans to uh, protest against up against the fence. Uh, some of them are killed, unfortunately, because they try to break through the fence. And then he accuses us of being war criminals. Um, and to my mind, uh, an even greater threat in Hamas right now is the threat of Abu Mazen. Uh, ambassador Michael Oren is with us live via telephone. Speaking of ambassadors, what was your reaction to Nikki Haley's resignation? Uh, sad. Uh, not terribly surprised. I know that the, the average longevity, quote-unquote, uh, of a the uh, cabinet minister of people in public office in the United States, particularly at that level, is about two years. Uh, so I wasn't in surprise. I was just I was saddened. Um, she was uh, a remarkable public servant, uh, a great defender, not just of Israel, but of the United States and of of, of freedom everywhere. 
um, unswervingly courageous um, moral strength and a great clarity of vision, which I think in, in public figures and diplomats is the greatest single um, attribute one can have. So I'm sad to see her go, but I'm also very, very confident this is not the last we'll see of Nikki Haley and that she has a, uh, a stunning and stellar career ahead of us. Among your ex- I'm sorry, among your expertise, Six-Day War, Yom Kippur War, etc., what would be, in your opinion, the best example of American support and America's intervention in really helping and sincerely helping Israel uh, with a war effort in its history? Well, it would be the end of the Yom Kippur War, when um, President Nixon uh, ordered a basically an, an aerial train of arms, ammunition, uh, vital equipment to Israel. Uh, it was a response to the to the aerial train that was mounted by the Soviets to help the Syrians and the, and the Egyptians. Um, and, uh, and that remains, uh, I think the high watermark of what a country can do for us, uh, when we're being, uh, we're being assaulted in that way. So I think that that should remain our, uh, our gold standard, if you will. Ambassador Michael Oren is with us. Uh, do, are we facing early new elections in the state of Israel? Is it inevitable? Well, this government has lasted a fairly long time. It's supposed to go another year. Um, and uh, if it does, it'll be one of the few Israeli governments in our entire history that fulfilled its entire four-year period. Um, again, I don't know. Um, my own you know, sort of gut feeling says that it's, it's premature. But the issue of the, the Haredi service in the army, the Haredi dras issue, is one that is highly contentious. It has been a a core source of uh, political friction in the past, and it's uh, set to resume when the Knesset uh, reconvenes next week. So you cannot rule out the possibility that, yes, Israel could go to early elections. The types of uh, of laws and bills that you just described, it seems that there's never a resolution. Those items just, uh, you know, the proverbial kick the can down the road, and they don't really come to any real resolution and, and, uh, and a real conclusion. Uh, it is true, and is uh, it's a perennial issue um, in in Israel, and one that becomes increasingly acute as the Haredi population continues to expand, um, and as a, a growing sense among Israel's national, religious, and secular population that uh, we are bearing the burden of serving our country, uh, and uh, most of the Haredim are not. My own personal opinion was that you you cannot you can't legislate. Uh, people into national service. I think that it has to be a meeting halfway, and that eventually, um, I think national national military service and national service that's non-military will become not a point of friction in the Haredi community, but will actually become a point of pride. Um, There are people who have commented to me that nobody has handled uh, uh, President Trump, President Obama, and President Putin better than Prime Minister Netanyahu, I'm curious uh, in terms of what you think on the Russian side. Um, how important is it for Israel to maintain a cool and calm and collected relationship with the leadership in Russia? It's supremely important. Um, Israel has a multifaceted and, and by and large friendly relationship with Russia. Russia is a major trading partner. Between um, five and seven of all Israelis speak Russian, so it's a strong cultural diasporic uh, connection. Um, Russia's interested in our natural gas, um, and by and large, a friendly country. Uh, But in Syria, we have um, divergent 
uh, interests, to say the least. Um, and Israel is doing everything in its power to avert uh, a major clash with Russia's military presence in Syria, while at the same time upholding our um, absolutely necessary campaign to prevent Iran from establishing itself military militarily in Syria and to transforming Syria into an active military front against us. Finally, Ambassador Oren, uh, this has been one of the themes of this uh, broadcast journey to Jerusalem. It is amazing to watch world leaders, representatives of uh, corporations around the world and governments around the world come to Israel and literally uh, you know, beg to be part uh, of what's happening here in terms of Israel's economy, in terms of its startup uh, um, uh, industry, its tech industry, etc. Uh, historically, from the perspective of even recent Israeli history, how incredible is this uh, to watch and to be part of? It's incredible. Uh, when I was a, I'm a person in college, we didn't have relationship with China. We didn't have relationship with India. There was an entity known as the Soviet bloc, 12 countries. We didn't have relations with them either. After the, the Yom Kippur War in 1973, most African countries severed relations with us. Latin America was, a, was very alien from us. And now here we are in 2018 with uh, a very close relationship with China. Uh, our trade with China goes up about 30, 35% a year. China accounts for almost a third of all foreign investment here. India uh, couldn't have a closer relationship with India. The former Soviet bloc countries, Eastern European countries, are our greatest, some of our greatest friends in the world. African countries lining up literally to uh, to make relations with us. And, and Latin America, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu was the first Israeli prime minister to visit any state. He's visited four. Uh, south of the United States uh, right. last year. So all much of this is being driven uh, by Israeli technology. Everybody wants our water technology. Everyone wants our agricultural technology. And everyone wants the uh, massive amount of information we have gathered on defense. Everyone needs that. It is pretty remarkable that the fact that the younger generation thinks it's always been like this. Is, oh, no. Is, is, is <laughs> it's really a miracle. Uh, Ambassador Aaron, I thank you. It's always a pleasure to speak My to you. Thanks for taking the you. time. Shalom, Nito. Shalom, shalom. There he is, Ambassador Michael Oren, who is uh, a, a, an unbelievable scholar, great historian. His perspective is always welcome, and I thank him for joining us here at JM and the M. And my thanks, of course, to Steve Leibowitz. Uh, Steve made sure to uh, include some amazing guests this week, and Ambassador Oren is one of them.